Red Podcast. It's Red Podcast, the marketing podcast for experts. I'm David Hooper. If you want to spread your message, make people care about it, you want to make more money with your message, you are in the right place. If you really want to influence people, you don't want to limit yourself to one media. You can, it's effective, but you've got this great content and you've got these skills that translate between different types of media. For example, the organization that it takes to outline a podcast, that can be used to outline a blog post, that can be used to outline a live speech, that can be used to outline a book. And I didn't want to be limited to one specific outlet. So that's what this podcast is. This podcast originally had a different subtitle. Right now, the marketing podcast for experts. Originally, the marketing podcast for influencers. It's always been RED. RED stands for Reach, Expand, Deliver. This podcast will help you reach more people, expand your authority, deliver your message. But the subtitle was the marketing podcast for influencers. That is what you and I do. We influence change via our message, via the books, the blogs, the live events, the podcast. Then. Kim Kardashian blew up. (laughs) She came along and Kim Kardashian is famous for being famous. That's her tagline. Famous for being famous. She hijacked the term influencer. You are not an influencer in that same way. You do more than just be famous. You actually do something. You've got a skill set and expertise, specialized knowledge. So I used that opportunity when people started confusing what this podcast was about, that it was just about social media and being famous, and hey, look at me. Not about that. I wanted it to be about spreading a message, and I went deeper to get more clear with the title of this podcast. Something to think about. You're not attracting the right people, or maybe you were attracting the right people, And now you're attracting different types of people. It's something to consider. I never have a problem with a rebrand if the brand that you have right now, one, is not clear to the audience that you want to reach, or two, doesn't match who you are. People change, plans change, the definition of words changes. But if you can change just the subtitle, like I did, the marketing podcast for influencers, changing it to the marketing podcast for experts, that's going to make things a little bit easier when it comes to branding, domain names, anything you've got like that. Back to influencers, because this podcast started out as the marketing podcast for influencers, I still pay attention to when that word is used. And even if we're not celebrities, we are still influencing people. So a lot of times related content, it does still apply to us as experts. I read a newsletter called The Click that had an article about influencer marketing. I want to talk about it. Here's what they said. They said, influencer marketing basically means paying someone else to do the talking for you. And that is different from something like traditional commercial promotion because one, influencers bring their own audience. Two, it is way more collaborative than traditional advertising. Let's look at that. Influencers bring in their own audience. Let's see, you go see Kim Kardashian, even the B-list, C-list, D-list influencers, the guys who've been on The Bachelor or something. 
they've got their own audience. They've got their own fans. That is the only reason that you would go to them. In traditional media, you would bring somebody in, a celebrity endorsement type thing, because they are saying, yeah, we're trustworthy. And you market that to your audience. They say, see, this guy likes us so you can trust us. But you've already found those people. Influencers bring their own audience. It is not unlike what you would do with a podcast. If you've got a host read ad, for example, at least that's how I do it. If you hear me endorse something here, they get my endorsement and they can use that tape to send to their audience. But the reason I would endorse something here is because people want to reach you and they're reaching you through me. The same thing. That's why I want you to pay attention to this and what I'm saying, because you as an expert, you're bringing your own audience, the people who value your expertise to these companies when they hire you. Let me give you an example of how an ad would work with me. A company, a brand, however you want to say that, wants to work with me. They say, David, I want you to promote this product on your show. If I don't already know about that product, if I'm not already using it, I review that product to see if it's a match for me and to see if it will work for you. I never, ever endorse anything or do a host read ad unless it's something that I use myself. I'll give you a funny example of this. On my broadcast show, Music Business Radio, we produce it at a radio station here in Nashville. The show, Music Business Radio, also goes out via this broadcast station. So people who listen to that station, they know who I am. They would recognize my voice, my name. They hear the promos all week. Hopefully, if it's a match for them, they're listening to the program that I do. I'm in the studio one day. My engineer's cutting ads for a restaurant, a hamburger joint. He said, hey man, have you ever eaten at this restaurant? I said, yeah, I've eaten there. Would you mind doing an endorsement for this company? I said, yeah, I don't mind doing it, but I'm a vegetarian. And when I go there, I'm not eating their hamburgers. I'm eating veggie burgers. So if we're going to do this, I want to talk about veggie burgers. He said, okay, no problem. You talk about how you use it. So I said something like, hey, if you're like me, a vegetarian who doesn't like salad and you want a good burger taste, go for the Cheeseburger Charlie's Veggie Burger. It's delicious. They've got their separate grill just for the veggie burgers. It tastes amazing and you're going to love it. Something like that, right? It works for me, but it also works for them. And that's the kind of match that I'm looking for. Once I review a product, If I'm able to go into it like that, what I will do is I will get bullet points, talking points, because these companies usually want you to say something such as, we flame broil our burgers, even the veggie burgers, or we cook things in peanut oil, or we've got 0% financing. There's some important things that they want to get out in that ad, your ad and others. And then I tell a story about the product and my experience with it. For example, I don't do burgers, but if you're like me, you're a vegetarian, you've got meat eating friends and you want some place that you can both eat at, this is it. They've got something for your carnivore friends. They've got something for you, even a vegan option. That's basically how the process works. Here's what the click says. They say influencer marketing's main virtue and why it works is that influencer marketing makes the brand invisible in the conversation. Influencer marketing allows brands to direct messages to consumers whose defenses against conventional marketing are lowered. Think about that burger ad for a minute. If it went to the nameless, faceless radio DJ, hey, are you hungry? Come on over for a burger. That kind of stuff, right? Instead, it was a trusted voice 
that people had heard on the station. It's atypical. It's not me saying, yeah, 99 cent burgers now, cheeseburger Charlie. It wasn't like that. It was saying, hey, I'm just like you. I'm a vegetarian. You don't eat burgers and I don't eat burgers, but there's a place for us when we're hanging out with our burger eating friends. It shows the humanity of this place. It shows how it's used. That's what influencer marketing does. And that's why people like it so much. Back to the Click article. It says the basic ingredients of influencer success. Influencers are real people with sincere interest. And that's the key to understanding both. One, how they do what they do. And two, how brands should approach fit with influencers and what's possible and not possible. I'm going to go back to that burger example because that's such a perfect one. I talk about being vegetarian a lot. I'm not preachy about it, but I drop it in casual conversation. You've heard me say it here. If I'm describing a meal, for example, I'll talk about tofu or Satan, Satan, (laughs) or quinoa or rice or whatever I was eating. And it's pretty obvious what I've got going on. If I were to come in and start endorsing steaks, Omaha Steaks, for example, hey, you really want to buy these Omaha Steaks? They come in this kind of cooler and they're fresh and they're the best cut of the cow. It's not going to connect with you because if you know me, you know that I'm lying, that that's not what I believe. That's how brands should approach fit. And that's why these guys, when they came to me, they're like, yeah, we want you to do you. We don't care as long as we're bringing people in the building. We can sell them a veggie burger or we can sell them beef or beefalo turkey, chicken. It doesn't matter to us. We just need more customers. There's a way to make the people that come to you fit you and your audience most of the time. Sometimes there's not. The things that I have turned down in the past, and you can't do it here, but tobacco has a hard time advertising. This is why you can't do it here. Tobacco cannot advertise on podcast. They can advertise at live events. And I used to do them all the time. Done about 1,500 live events over the years. A lot of tobacco companies wanted to work with us. We said, hell no, we're not going to work with you. Don't believe it. I don't like it. Even though there's a lot of money there, and arguably it's pretty easy money because their options are limited. Beer companies, CBD, you've got your thing that's either going to work for you or it's going to work against you. If you've got a podcast on whiskey, maybe beer companies, certainly alcohol, going to work for you. You got a podcast for marketing? Not so much. It's got to be a fit. And that's the thing you've got to understand about influencer marketing. It has to be a fit. Will there be people that will take your money? And I'm talking about influencers that you can hire to promote your own stuff. Yeah. Again, these C, D, Z list celebrities, these guys who are on The Bachelor or not even The Bachelor, that's a broadcast show, like a basic cable show or one of these internet-only reality shows, yeah, dude, these guys are going to take the money because they need it. The whole reason a lot of these guys are doing any kind of reality show or this whole influencer thing is because they want attention. They want attention and they need money. They're going to take whatever you got. That's not a match. But for you, on either side of this, that's the opportunity. If something is a match and you understanding why a company would hire an influencer, You can use that to get more money from those companies because you do have that relationship with your audience. I mentioned my other podcast, the sister podcast, build a big podcast. That audience is just podcasters. 
It's a little bit more focused than this audience, the red audience. This audience is still pretty focused though. Even if you don't have a huge audience, a Kim Kardashian style audience, if it's the right audience, you can get more money. If you've got that expertise, it's not just celebrity, you can get more money. Of course, sizable following is important. In the end, it is sort of a numbers game. The more people you know, and the more people who care about you and what you're doing, the more people you're going to reach. Second thing people want, and this is where the niches really work, and that's strong engagement. Social media is active, not passive. The more activity you have, the more likely you are to get attention from the people that work with you. That's the thing about ads, especially a general ad. You're burning off a lot of light as heat. You know what I mean by that? If you've got a light bulb, a 100-watt light bulb, yeah, you got a bright light there, but a lot of that energy isn't coming out as light, it's coming out as heat. Same thing for any ad that you do. You're putting all this energy into downloads or views or whatever. If it's not reaching people, the light, which is what you want, and it's coming off as heat, otherwise known as wasted energy, that's not gonna work for you. How do companies and brands judge this? How do they know? It's the engagement. They wanna see you interacting with people, people interacting with you, and the third thing, people interacting with each other. That's how you know you've really got something where you don't have to do a thing. You put it out there and the people that follow you will talk to each other. Third thing these guys are looking for, they are looking for a distinct niche and personality. That's the exception to the first rule that I talked about, the sizable following. Personality is one of the things that I really push. You've heard the saying, know, like, and trust. Personality is what leads to people doing that. Liking you, knowing you, trusting you. And also the fourth one, a lot of people forget, agreeing with you. If you add that to a specific topic with specific info, you're likely to have number two, that strong engagement. And number one, the sizable following, that is relative depending on the niche. That's what I'm talking about, the light not that wasted energy that goes off as heat. Forget the sizable following. We want that specific niche following. That's where you make big money. The most successful podcast I have done per listener are the neighborhood podcast. Anything that I've done that has a super niche audience, maybe a thousand houses, 1500 houses, that's amazing. Because brick and mortar businesses want people to walk in their doors. Who is most likely to walk in the door of a brick and mortar business? Somebody who's local. It's a tight niche. People say, why would you do something just for one neighborhood when you could go for the whole city just as easily? That's why. Because if you can make something just for somebody, just for those five, six blocks, let's say, they're more likely to listen to it. And if you can reach the people within those five or six blocks, that reach is worth more money per person to the people that are willing to spend money with you. So you can get $1,000 for 500 people, whereas 500 people, you're doing cost per thousand, $25 cost per thousand, half of a thousand, that 500, $12.50. So sizable is relative, depending on your niche. Here's the fourth thing. This is something that I mentioned that is not the issue that it once was. And that is, are the people that you're working with open to marketing? Influencer marketing is a great match for some but not for others. 
Personally, this is me. I get approached by people wanting to connect with me to push various things, and they're not a match, I would say, 99% of the time. You don't want to be that Z-list celebrity that's taking everything. I suggest that you get very clear on what you will do and what you won't do as far as sponsorships. And also get clear on who you're talking to, what they will do and what they won't do as far as sponsorships. I don't want somebody endorsing my book who endorses everybody's books because people don't trust that guy. The same thing's going to happen to you if you endorse everything or if you sell everything. I want somebody who doesn't endorse much that's going to come endorse me, my books, the podcast, any products that we do. I want somebody that when people see this guy say something about it, they're going to say, yeah, yeah, I don't see him do this very often. He doesn't give endorsements like that. That means something. You want to be that guy. That's how you command the big money. And maybe this isn't for you at all. Maybe you don't want to endorse anything. I mean, that would be weird, right? If we had the president or something endorsing Pepsi. (laughs) I mean, it could happen, right? But some positions of power, you know, it's better that you don't do anything. That's why we've got rules about that. Pepsi could come to Joe Biden, whoever the president is at the time, and say, we want to do a deal with you. No, no, it's not going to work. People lose trust in him. Looks like he's for sale. Do you want to look like you're for sale? And if so, what do you want that to look like? I've heard people say this. I am for rent, but I'm not for sale. Think about that. Redpodcast.com is where to get more information on this podcast. But let me give you one link to get all the podcasts, not just Red Podcast, but also that podcast that I mentioned, that specific for growing a podcast. So if you've got a podcast and you want to grow it, I can get even more specific with you on that one. That is Build a Big Podcast, everything. Red Podcast, Build a Big Podcast, the other specialty podcasts that I've got. It is at bigpodcast.com slash subscribe. Bigpodcast.com slash subscribe. I have made it easy on you. One click is all it takes. You've got an iPhone, one click. Android, one click. You want an RSS feed? One click. There are a lot of ways to get podcasts. It's one of the reasons that it makes it such a great medium to reach people. I've got them all for you with just one click. Bigpodcast.com slash subscribe. Thanks for listening. I will be back with another edition of Red Podcast, the marketing podcast for influencers and also experts. But when you do your search, search for that official title, the marketing podcast for experts. I'll be back. Another episode coming soon. Thank you for listening and I'll see you then.